Who are the spookiest witches ever? We answer that question and more this week on Only Stupid Answers. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Only Stupid Answers. This is the show where we answer your questions about movies, TV shows, comic books, witches, and that's it. Those, those are the those are the things. Uh, with me, I'm DJ. With me, as always, is Roxy. Hello, Roxy. Hi, DJ. Good to see you. Good to see you. You're back now from your big uh, movie, pre- not premiere, but premiere in your home state. Yeah, it was an East Coast premiere. East Coast premiere. Yeah, I'm back. Uh, so hopefully my audio and internet are better. <laughs> Although actually, I feel like my internet there was the best that it's been in years. So, See, so there it say? is. Uh, and with us today, we're uh, in spooky season. We're talking about Hocus Pocus. We're talking about witches. So I was like, mm, who's the perfect guest? And of course, it is Darina from the World Girls. Hello. Hola, hola. Thanks for having me. Thank you for coming. I mean, look, you... I really like DJ, but I'm mostly here because of Roxy DJ. I, I get oh, it. Oh, yes. No, I get it. I totally get it. I totally get it. I, I thought you were going to say I'm mostly here because you guys are talking about the one topic that I'm willing to talk about, which is witches. <laughs> well, that's the actual truth. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, again, I was, you know, it's one of those things where you're like, fuck, if she's not able to do it, what am I going to do? What, what am I, I going to change You're topics? Like, who else is a witch? Exactly. What, I can't think of a better better guest. So so for those that don't know, you've been on the show before. Obviously, fans of Roxy and the World Girls know you. But just in case, for those that don't know, who are you? Where can they find you? Uh, I am a uh, the, the third World Girl here, uh, if you don't know, uh, from uh, Roxy's brain. that uh, you know. Why are you just, the third one? Maybe you're the first. Maybe, you're the first. maybe I'm the first yeah. one. That's right. Yeah. If you guys are my Padawans, you never know. Uh, I think we're all equal here, but, uh, but yeah, no, uh, we're the world girls. It's been so much fun doing this for like a couple of years. Uh, it's been great. Uh, we literally, uh, give things a whirl and Roxy came up with it. And, uh, I've been having a blast with these ladies and, uh, especially after leaving the tech world, uh, to come here and, you know, be with y'all, uh, YouTube nerds. Uh, everywhere that I love because I love fantasy and sci-fi and horror and it's been a it's been a blast so it's it's been good times every day that Darina doesn't disappear into the forest is a victory for me just one of these days like the witchy woman she is she's just gonna there's gonna be big flames and then I'm gonna look and she's gone like and it'll be the worst day of my life but I in my soul, I'll feel happy for her. I was going to say, you said worst day. It's like, oh, that would be amazing to witness. I would feel so blessed. <laughs> no, she knows. The day she disappears, which is absolutely how it's going to go down, I'll, I'm going to lose my shit. And then a year later, I'm going to get a postcard from her. And it's just going to like have an address on it and say like one time visit only. Yeah. Something along those lines. Yeah, you get you get a coupon for like one time a year. I love but at it. least you yeah. do versus most people don't don't ever right? get yeah. to know that's why tell I, no one exactly my 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 dream is to get to the point of being like jim jarmusch like jim jarmusch doesn't even <laughs> own a phone like there's a cafe <laughs> i frequence. don't even know who jim jarmusch is jim jarmusch, he's a good director Roxy. i thought he might like some of his movies he's a fantastic <laughs> director he did patterson he did only lovers left alive he did down Great by movie. law he's done a lot of uh ghost dog which is incredible What's Patterson? Uh, Patterson um, is uh, stars Adam Driver as a bus driver that writes poetry. 
And it's beautiful. It's one of my favorite movies. It's amazing. Well, yes. I thought you stumbled on Paddington. No, I was like, no, no, DJ, <laughs> no, no. it's Paddington. It's a, it's a, a, uh, a man named Patterson who drives a Patterson bus in Patterson, New Jersey. I think is where. Does it's he at. wear corduroy? No, no, I don't think so. Oh, bummer. He just, he just writes Whoa. poetry. <laughs> But anyway, wow. Jim Jarmusch, you can't. He like he doesn't even have a phone. If you want to get a hold of him, I guess there's a cafe yeah. he frequents, and you can call there, and maybe they'll relay the message. And that's like, my dream. Ah! <laughs> that is my dream. One day, one day, one day, we'll get there. Um, the the first step to that is just getting successful enough that I don't need to be on Twitter anymore. That's the mm, that's the first step. Um, anyway, we're not talking about that today, but we could. Um, <laughs> oh, side note, I just got sidetracked. If anybody watches uh, What We Do in the Shadows, Jim Jarmusch oh, yeah. makes a cameo in there, and it blew my fucking mind. I'm like, why Why is Jim Jarmusch here? And then I remembered Only Lovers Left Alive. They've referenced that in the show before, so that's they, they yeah. the creators know. Anyway. Um, yeah, that episode's brilliant. It's so really fucking good. funny. Um, anyway, we're talking about witches, but before we get into that, some business up top, please. God damn it. Give us a five-star review on iTunes. We love it. Also, I'll read whatever you write on there. Do it. Also, on Spotify, we ask you a question every week. Last week's question is, what other Star Wars characters would you like to see in Andor? Stefan Julian said, Boba Fett disintegrating a few rebel spies is pretty up there on my list. I would very much like to see... Uh, Boba Fett tackled in the tone of Andor. That would be great. Um, Yeshu Wazalewski uh, says, really just uh, K2SO, who's the robot from Rogue One. Can't really think of any other characters that would make too much sense for the show. D, are you watching you... Andor? <sighs> I want to. I just have, um, I'm that person that's like 40 years old that only likes the original trilogy. Yes. I don't like anything new Star Wars except for Rogue One. So that's why I want to give Andor a chance because yeah. I actually really like Rogue One. Yeah, I say I say give it a shot because I was pretty. I felt personal. I felt pretty burned after Obi Wan. I was like, I think I'm done. I think for yeah. the, for the show, I'll let Roxy cover the Star Wars stuff. But then we got the screeners. I'll give it a shot. And like the first couple episodes, I was so in. I was like, No, this oh, is it. This is for me. Good. Roxy. Well, and I, you know, I gotta watch Diego Luna because that's awesome. My people. Yeah, he's hot. That's he's... what I'll say about Andor. I think he's hot. I'm he so glad that you're not just letting me cover the show, DJ, because as we found out last week, I have very little idea of what's going on. Yeah, like, just so little. I, I'm watching. <laughs> and some of it looks really sick. And when you guys described it to me, I was like, that's dope. Yeah. But did I pick up on any of that myself? I certainly did not. And for everybody on the internet who was like, you need to watch it again. I just don't think I should have to watch a show twice in yeah. order to understand it. But well, I you guys also got to let the people know that uh, Roxy is brilliant. I remember what happens in TV shows, except when it's um, uh, movies or Star Wars related. TV yes. Shows. Yeah. Yes, I don't. It's so good and also so confusing to me. There's so many characters. But you just, but you did just learn recently, right? That uh, uh, Luke lost his hand. Yeah, that was a big day for me. That, that was, was a big sure. moment. That was like, wait, but he has one in Return of the Jedi. Hold on. Um, <laughs> uh, uh, I, I was thinking about it after our conversation, Roxy, and I, I feel like it might benefit you to watch it as if it's not a Star Wars show. Just watch it as if it's any other sci-fi show. And just not show. get all of it? No, like, not, okay. not because I think I, – I wonder if part of the confusion is that you expect Star Wars things and, and it's kind of doing its own it, – it's, it's like stuff like the, the antagonists in the first couple episodes aren't something we've seen in Star Wars before, like literally. Like they're not they're, – they're a corporation that we haven't seen before. And so how it fits in the Empire, it's like, well, just watch it as its own thing as opposed to trying to fit it within the paradigm of Star Wars. 
Does that make sense? Anyway, whatever. Yeah, maybe, especially because I remember one of my questions last week was like, who's after us? Is it Vader? Is it Palpatine? Yeah. And you guys were like, what? No. And, and I was like, I don't know anybody. And no. I would say, and I would say, I would say it's no more complicated than House of the Dragon or something like that. It, but, but I think maybe trying to fit it within the, the Star Wars infrastructure might be like, don't do that. Just let it, just let it be, just treat it like it's its own thing. Where's Luke? Yeah. Where's Leia? <laughs> Where Give are my they? my characters is all I want. They're like two. I don't know how they old they are at this point. No, they're, because it's right by Rogue One. So they're, whatever. It doesn't matter. I don't care. Um, <laughs> go to Patreon. You can uh, listen to our Patreon exclusive shows, What We're Into, where Roxy and I talk about stuff like House of the Dragon and Andor. Um, and you can also check out Spider-Versity, where Sal and I talk about Spider-Man stuff. We're going to be tackling Morbius because it's on Netflix. Oh, so fun. Oh, it'll be fun. It'll be fun for the show. Um, and so that's that's that. that's that. Why is that on Netflix? <laughs> I don't know. But I'm just glad. I knew we were going to cover it. So I'm just glad I don't have to spend extra money to oh, do it. Oh, good. <laughs> extra money to sure. do it. So thank you, Netflix. It's so confusing. Why? Who owns it? It's Sony, Sony right? Sony. And they don't, Sony. So they don't have an app. Okay. The other Sony or the Spider-Man movies on uh, the Venom movies on uh, Netflix? I don't believe so. Okay. Weird. Listen, Sony, you got to get yourself an app or yeah, you're not listen, real. Listen, they, they need to make that money back on Morbius, all right? They'll take whatever they can get. Nobody's renting it. Come on. <laughs> they just need to re-release it for a third time. Right? Third time's the charm. <laughs> it's spooky season. It's Halloween. Now's the time. So let's go into news. Speaking of Marvel, uh, uh, so this the week blessed us because sometimes I'm like, what are we going to talk about for news? This one, so much news. Let's start with the big thing. Uh, a Mister, a gentleman by the name of Hugh Jackman, some of you may remember, played Wolverine in a couple movies, uh, is going to be returning in Deadpool three as advertised by Ryan Reynolds, who is just Chef's kiss right up there with like the viral market. Like it's just it. The best hype men you can have for a movie is either Ryan Reynolds or Dwayne Johnson. You, they're top of the class. Um, D, let's start with you. You're the guest. Do you have Do you have thoughts, feelings, opinions about Mr. Hugh Jackman coming back for Deadpool three? I didn't think he. I didn't think he was going to come back so fast. I wonder how much money they offered him. Uh, maybe he just wanted to buy another house. But um, look, <laughs> I, I, as somebody who grew up, literally. Uh, loving x-men comics um and so happy when i got my first x-men movie and now the uh uh maybe because of the internet i've gotten sick of superhero movies this is actually exciting to me because i love deadpool i love the deadpool movies and i love um anything x-men so i will watch the crap out of this um i'm actually very excited about this because none of the deadpool movies have been bad Mm-hmm. And Logan was like a masterpiece. Yeah. So I know it's not going to be that, but it'll still be fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What about you, Roxy? So Logan, I really, I thought was good. I thought it was solid. But yeah. um, people talk about it as their number one favorite or top three favorite comic book movies of all time, which it certainly isn't for me. It has a 94% on Rotten Tomatoes and a 90% audience score. This is universally, people are obsessed with this movie. Uh, Even non-comic book fans seem to love Logan. And I think that it's totally fine. Mm -hmm. I think that puts me in a really good position for Hugh Jackman coming back because while a lot of the internet feels very precious 
about not fucking with that movie and they don't understand the concept of the multiverse and also just were like pissed because they love the way that Logan went out. Yeah. I don't care. <laughs> so I like Hugh Jackman's Logan more than or Wolverine more than I care about the movie. So him coming into Deadpool, which I love, I love both of the Deadpool movies is like, oh, that's cool. That's fun for me. Yeah. Uh, I don't know how big of a part he's going to have in it. I, I don't think like little cameo, but I also don't think it, some people are like, this is going to be a buddy movie. I don't I think know about it might that. Be. I, think that I if- think it might be. Yeah, I think it'll be like some weird like uh what's it called bad boys lethal weapon type yeah, of situation. Because I, I don't think you introduce it this way if it's not that. Right. Maybe I feel like he's going to be and I could be dead wrong. And they are talking a little multiverse, but I feel like Deadpool's made up Wolverine in his mind here. Like he's having memories of Wolverine, who's like his conscious coming or whatever. So I feel like he's kind of popping through, but I don't think it's going to be the two of them in in the car driving. What the fuck do I know? I could be dead ass wrong. Um, But I whatever it is, even if it is a buddy movie works for me. Yeah. I'll be interested. I've seen I've seen some people float the idea of this as being like Deadpool kills the Marvel universe. Like maybe this is how they like yes. kill and integrate the X Men universe. No I, more Marvel movies. I'm fine with it. Well, I'm, well, I I don't know about no more Marvel movies. I'm just fine <laughs> if they like like they they lean into the multiverse aspect and Deadpool and Deadpool inadvertently obliterates the Fox X Men universe and Aww. him and Hugh Jackman's Wolverine have to like eventually find their way to the MCU or whatever. I will say. Um, Roxy, I'm a little bit, I think Logan is very, very good. Um, it is not like my favorite. I'm weird. I actually prefer the Wolverine. Um, but, uh, uh, it did. end. I, I do feel like that's where they should have ended the Fox X-Men movies. It's like, that feels like a great grace note to just leave on. Like, that's a good, you're good. Um, so like bringing that back is a little bit weird to me, but because it is Deadpool and I, I feel like. To your point, D, that might be part of what brought Hugh Jackman back. It's like, hey, do you want to do Wolverine again? But like fun. You know what I mean? Like not yeah. like a bummer. Yeah, because <laughs> Logan is is literally a character drama. Yeah. Which is my shit. Right? Yeah. That's yeah. why I loved it so much. So so but it's it's not what we're used to. Well, except it was very nice to see a rated R Wolverine where you mm-hmm. actually see the blood yeah. like a horror movie when he uses his freaking, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Dice trident. people up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And so it's um, like but- but yeah, you're right. Like the the previous movies, he was mostly an action star. Yeah. So I'm sure that's that's got to be fun for actors. Except to me, it just seems exhausting because then you have to get into shape again. Well, that's kind of the point. That was that was kind of his point when when he left. Right? He was like, right. I don't want to keep doing this. I don't. I can't keep this shape up. You know what I mean? And so I wonder yeah, if they like, brutal. we'll give you the costume from the comics, and you'll never have to be shirtless. <laughs> Are we gonna do thick Wolverine? That would yeah, be great. Yeah, that's right, Roxy. I would love to see that. Well, especially because, like, you know, he has been singing and dancing on stage uh, for the whatever the the last few years after Logan. Yeah. So I don't know if he can get thick. And, well, that, and that's kind of the thing is when you when you see him in the like teaser, it's like he's fine. I mean, he's already kind of in Wolverine shape. Like, I don't need him to be shirtless with the abs, and he has to like not drink water for twenty four hours. Yeah, I, I mean, too. it'd be nice. I'm just I saying. don't need the abs. I just need the shirtless part. Yeah. <laughs> Even if he's like it all. I like the hair. <laughs> yeah, give me the hair. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, so I I, I I'm interested. Um, the Deadpool movies have been more hit or miss for me, but I I am I am looking forward to this. I'm very interested to see how they integrate into this. I feel like 
for me, the uh, reveal of Hugh Jackman lends itself to being like, oh yeah, this is part of the quote-unquote multiverse saga. But also, I'm ready for the MCU to introduce their own Wolverine. I'm ready for a new one, personally. So we'll... we'll And his name is Taron Egerton. Listen, he did a very good in that show Blackbird. His voice is a little bit too high-pitched, I think. I think it'd be harder for him to get into that gruff voice, the like, you know what I mean? But I'm down for it. The boy... Roxy, you watch Blackbird, right? No. I, I thought, only saw one episode. I have okay. to watch the rest of I it. think he's shirtless in one of the... He, the boy is in shape. Taron Edgerton is in superhero shape. Mm-hmm. Totally. <laughs> yeah, he's got yeah. the bod. Um, speaking of movies in uh, the Marvel Universe, uh, Blade, the Rip Blade reboot starring Mahershala Ali has lost its director two months before it starts filming. Good. Uh, Bassam Tariq. Did, did you say good? I just love Blade, the original. But the first two Blade a, movies rock. This is hysterical because D does not really talk about comic book movies. Like mm-hmm. she doesn't really give a fuck anymore. And the fact that on this show today, the two pieces of news are about Logan and Blade. Mm-hmm. The only two things that I right. actually know that D actually like. care about. Yeah. yeah. Perfect. We planned like, it hysterical that that's what came out this week because like any other week in which we're sitting here talking about shit you'd be like no and these are the two <laughs> things that like you dig that's funny very good point Roxy. so so good job dj good so job I, listen all this listen i try I, yeah, i'm the one that broke it i'm the one that sought it out i needed content for the show okay um uh so d so the first two play movies fucking roll uh i don't think i've seen the third one Oh, it's not good, but it's still there's a Wesley third blade. Yeah, yeah, there's a third blade. We don't want Ryan Reynolds blade is in it Trinity. Too. Yeah, is what it's called. Uh, directed by David Goyer. Isn't that what the Matrix one is called? N- there's a character no, named Trinity that's, in it. That's oh. Revolution. Yeah. Okay, you guys know I didn't see those <laughs> other ones. But Ryan Reynolds is in it. So I love you, him and Jessica Biel. Exactly. The like movie's easy on the too? eyes. The movie's easy on the eyes. Uh, D, if you were to have somebody come in as the new director. For two months before Blade starts filming. <laughs> Let's see. Because the second Blade was Guillermo del Toro, actually. Yes. So that'd be interesting to like kind of give him a chance he to would redeem never, himself because it, he didn't have as much power yeah, as if, the executives back then. But if he doesn't have like four years of runway, he's not going to sign on. <laughs> no, 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 no. But he's he's not going to do it. But that would yeah. be fun. That would be great. Um, otherwise, um, yeah, like just thinking about... Uh, I mean, the dream that would never happen is someone like George Miller, obviously. Yes. <laughs> just just because he's one of my favorite action directors, but yeah. that would never happen. Um, he's too busy doing his what he wants to do. In that line, I think if I would, if I were Kevin Feige, I'd be like, "What's Gareth Evans up to?" And for those that don't know, he's oh, the yeah, person that did one. the Raid, and he also did. Is it the Apostle? He did a horror movie on Netflix that's really good. Um, he also did my favorite of the in VHS two, the best short in that he directed. Uh, so he can do the horror and he can do the action. And I feel like that's all you need for a blade. I feel like you're good. You're good to go yeah. at that point. Roxy thoughts on blade losing his director. I, my favorite part of the entire announcement was when it said sources say that they are searching after saying that they for sure have lost their director sources say they're searching for a new director now <laughs> and it was like yeah no shit dude your movie's in two months yeah sources say our sources holy shit we're fucked yeah. <laughs> do you guys think it's the same old story of uh creative differences yeah i do i think that this was a company man situation where he was like this is what i want to do and they were like 
nah. And he was yeah. like, well, that's what I'm going to do. And they were like, well, then nah. I well, want- it's also rated. It's stupid, right? They they Disney-fy it. It's rated PG-13 versus R. Uh, yeah, it is. But also, re-watching Blades 1 and 2, I think now they could be PG-13. I don't know if there's anything about them other than like maybe blood sprinklers that's particularly are yeah. like and when the he's rave? the rave yeah the, the blood rave which is one of the best scenes in any of those movies yeah. but like when he because it's old like buffy when he sta- when he kills the vampires they become ash so it's like yeah i feel like you could do i would like an r again gareth evans r-rated blade gimme gimme but i also feel like you could do pg-13 also but also deadpool 3 is going to be r right so just make blade r it better be like, what are we doing? The first two were R, right? The first two were R, yeah. Yeah, definitely. That's the first were... one is the best romantic comedy ever made. Yeah. Well, and also, like, and, and those ones background. those ones are R. Like, they're making jokes about pegging and shit. Like, that's, yeah. like, yeah, it's, they're but uh, very R. But is making jokes about pegging what makes something R? Well, it's Roxy. not the jokes. They show the scene, sort of. We live in America. Pegging is, ta- is adult talk, Puritanical okay? Society. Yeah. It's sex stuff. Like you can get somebody. Thing... You can have. Uh, you can have Black Widow shoot multiple dudes in the head, point blank. PG thirteen. One joke about pegging. <laughs> you're R. <laughs> I I just I don't think anything sex related is R. And I guess I don't make the ratings. But violence to me is R. Sex is not. Yeah, you're not. Because you you're because you're a normal human being. You're yeah, not you're in charge not. of the rating system. <laughs> R for Roxy. Moving on. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Decapitation's fine. Uh, yeah. One nipple or saying decapitation. Yeah, but that's fine. If a man goes down on a woman, gasp. Boom. And, so and good guys don't do that. I've been told, <laughs> according to to, to <laughs> Warner Brothers or whatever. Or yeah. for language too. It's just like if somebody is swearing too often, you cannot hear that. But mm-hmm. if somebody is shooting people, mass shooting people, that's I totally like, okay. Well, you can have a scene where Thanos has literally pulled his daughter apart into multiple pieces and is torturing her fine pg-13 good to go (laughs) bizarre okay yeah so so yeah and that's why i think like you you know maybe just don't have him say a single curse word and then you can get away with as much violence as you want and then you got a you got a blade movie on your hands (laughs) so we talked a little bit about who you think who you'd want to be director but who do you guys think they're going to go with even if it's not a specific person like what kind of person do you think it's uh up and comer or do you think that they're going to go with somebody who's like really Safe. tried and true or somebody that they've used before i think they're going to pull a matt shackman they're going to pull one of the directors from one of the disney plus shows and they're going to call them up yeah okay yeah <laughs> i mean they might like that like, is exciting i don't want to be like truth be told this happened with dr strange and they pulled fucking sam raimi so like it, it could be great like it could be a really fucking Ooh, cool pull that's true you know like because yeah, at least the, a lot of people didn't like the second dr strange but I liked half of it, which was the Sam Raimi stuff. I, I loved it. I didn't I like the like, first Doctor Strange. I, was, the I, second one. I didn't like the first Doctor Strange, but I really liked the third or the second one, the third one. Oh my god! Um, yeah, so I think they're gonna pull probably a TV person, but I think you're right, Roxy. I think not even just like creative differences, but I, I I wonder because of the timing, it's like oh, we just had a retreat and we've changed the entire movie. We've decided it doesn't to fit into what we're doing. We're now doing this and this and this and this. And it's like, but we we're two months out. What do you mean you've changed the whole movie? <laughs> totally. Totally. What what surprises me, and I did a tweet about this too. What surprises me is that like somebody uh, uh, companies like Sony and Warner Brothers could only wish for for this ability to have this big a shakeup and not have it be like 
a big drama. Like nobody's questioning like the validity of the MCU when shit like this happens, even though it seems by all well, accounts because it's a cult. It's but like all, by all accounts, it seems like really volatile to make Marvel movies, and yet it does it doesn't disrupt the conversation around it, right? No, yeah, because that's what is well. First of all, that's what makes money nowadays is a clickbait, you know, rumor yeah. style news. Um, so that's why people are interested in these things. Which to me, I'm like, just show me the goddamn movie. <laughs> I just want to see if it's good or not. Yeah. Oh yeah, you saw Don't Worry Darling yesterday. I saw your I tweet about it. I did, yeah. Solid, right? It's a good movie. <laughs> Solid. It actually reminded me of Alfred Hitchcock. The people are are are, are very uh, bizarrely, you know, like to say what the other reviewers say. Where I was like, well, most of the critics don't like it, and therefore I don't like it. Think for yourself is my recommendation. And like you're talking about the drama that goes around a movie, people love talking about it. And I'm one of them. You know, I talked about Spitgate right. until I was spitting <laughs> gates. Like I thought that that shit was hysterical, but it didn't prevent me from liking the movie. Well, as much as as you like gossip, Roxy, a celebrity gossip uh, versus someone like me, you are like me where you can separate that and just appreciate the art behind the gossip, right? Which is the most important thing that the crew worked hard to show us. Especially the more ridiculous the gossip, like nobody got injured in the making of Spitgate. It was fucking hysterical, whether it's true or not. It was hysterical. Yeah, like I love Quentin Tarantino movies, but, you know, the story of of, uh, Uma Thurman and the the stunt, the stunt in the car, like that's yeah. crazy, it's and crazy. everybody's like, it's fine. Yeah, that's that's, cra- that's a crazy story to me. Yeah, yeah that well, that's like extremely dangerous, and she, yeah. I feel like she really, truly, almost lost her life. Like, totally, just scary. Anyway, anyway, <laughs> anyway. Uh, last bit of news: It looks like Armor Wars is not going to be a Disney Plus show. It's going to be a movie, which I support because I feel like Don Cheadle's War Machine deserves a movie. This is the first I'm hearing of that, DJ. Yeah. So there was a report How'd that yesterday. Come? There, there. I think it's either Deadline or Hollywood Reporter uh, revealed that the the uh, speaking of shakeups, the Armor Wars show. They've decided that it's going to be a movie now, which might which might delay production some. The person that was writing the show is now going to be writing the movie. Um, you think it just wasn't enough meat? Probably, he... probably, or may, or maybe, possibly, um, uh, not enough meat. Or um, they realized budget-wise, it makes more sense as a uh, as a movie instead of a show. Like it would maybe cost too much. Or yeah. they're like, we it's Iron Man. It's an Iron. It's it's Don Cheadle's War Machine, but it's an Iron Man movie that'll make us money. We should make the movie. You know what I mean? Um, maybe all three of those things. Either way. I support it. I like Don Cheadle as War Machine. I think Don Cheadle's fucking great. I think he's probably one of the best actors in the MCU, uh, if not period. Uh, so it's like, yeah, give him a fucking movie. I'll watch the shit out of that. Also, as a kid that grew up in the 90s, I have a lot of affection for War Machine. I have a lot of affection for all the, like, there was a whole line of, of you've got your mainstream hero and then the edgy hero in the black costume. I love all those guys. I love US Agent. I love War Machine. I love Venom. I'm all about it. So let's give me a War Machine movie. I'm all for it. There's been rumors for a while that Arnold Schwarzenegger might be the villain in it. I have no idea if any of that's true, Ooh. but it'd be fucking cool. It'd be cool. Yeah. <laughs> it'd be cool. That would be wild. I met Don Cheadle once. Is he cool? He was- he was super cool. Cool. He I liked seems him a cool. lot. I mean, I met him for literally all of like two minutes and I was just kind of in awe. Yeah. He's like a star star. But, he's just a star star. The vibe is that he doesn't kind of, he's one, I get the vibe that he doesn't give a shit about that. Like he likes No, to not act. at all. <laughs> not at all. I just mean like, I, you know, I, I meet a lot of celebrities. I'm like, hello, hello. I yeah. saw him. I was like, whoa, it's Don Cheadle. That's cool. Fucking man. cool. <laughs> Fucking cool. All right. We're going to go on a quick ad break and then we're going to talk about 
about, which is... Gremlins, we're back. Mm -hmm. Listen, so before we get into just more general witch talk, you you and I both saw Hocus Pocus 2. Yes. Um, so, so what were your thoughts about Hocus Pocus 2, which I believe as of this recording is dropping today? Yes, um, it is out. So I so, guess go watch it if you're a fan. Yeah, like, if you're a I, fan of the original, check it out. Anything. I love the original Hocus Pocus. Like Same. I saw it in the theater <laughs> in the 90s as a child. Same. It impacted me. Like I was like, this is a great family film. Um, and so as Disney has done all the reboots, I had very low expectations for it. No. And it kind of met my expectations. <laughs> so all I'll say is that it's not great, but it's not bad. And yeah. the thing that you're there to see is the three main amazing actresses mm-hmm. who immediately slip into their roles and they look yeah. like they're having fun. And that's what was that was the fun part of the movie. Yeah. Everything else is a little bit throwaway. Yeah, they it's, were great. it's one of those that like it was not as bad as I because seeing the trailers, I'm like, oh, this looks like a Disney Channel movie. And it's not right. that. Um, and the like you said, the, the, the Sanderson sisters. Great. Unsurprisingly, um, I also thought it was a smart decision to to pivot away from I believe the main uh, protagonist in the original is a boy is a teenage boy. P- uh, pivoting that to a group of girls makes all the sense in the world. It's like, yeah, that's that's just what you should do yeah um, but i still miss thora birch though yeah Those funky little girl i miss that it's yeah it's more they're more the general like you know your your general disney protagonists they're not like yeah, they don't, the, cur- the current yes like teenage girl disney protagonist they're just it's, there's not there's not a lot of like yeah it's just like we're the good we're the good kids um yeah yeah uh and i i i the my two big hang-ups is one the and i know it's for jokes but it, this stuff distracts me like Kathy and Jimmy would make make like modern slang jokes, but then they totally. wouldn't know like sl- how sliding doors work. And it's like yeah, yeah. two things there. One, why are you using modern slang? And two, you were back in the nineties. Did, did you not run into that? I was trying to remember what happened in the first movie. It's like, didn't you didn't you run into all these things the last time we did this? It's because the movie doesn't make sense, DJ. But yeah, that's okay. The but other yeah, no. thing is a lot of it gets hung up in. I actually thought this bogged down Thor, Thor, Love and Thunder a lot too, where it's like characters just stop and explain to you what happened in a previous movie. Like you remember in the nineties when they came back, her boyfriend was resurrected. Now his mouth. And it's like, oh, phew, there's gotta be a more organic way to like, I'm glad he's back. I like, you know what I mean? Like, I think yeah, that's yeah. cool. I just feel but like that's gotta be more organic like way to do this. Modern Disney. No, like, I feel like they, they really like, they don't go for subtle. They really like to explain everything to the audience uh, yes. because they think that kids are stupid and kids are very smart. So that's why they do that. It's, it's a bizarre thing, but Doug Jones was back too. It's great as Billy, so, and he got to know. talk this time, and that was cool. His his bit was cute. It was a cute bit. I thought they, uh, yeah, I thought that, yeah, it was fine. It was fine. If I had kids, I would show them this movie. Here's something I couldn't figure out, D. And since you've seen both, you might be able to help me with this. I couldn't figure out if this movie was not as good as the original, or I look at the original through nostalgia glasses, and it's because I saw it as a kid, and I still treasure it from being a kid uh-huh. that I overlook its flaws. No, I think the original is excellent. And yeah. even though it got trashed by the critics when it came out, 
I think it was actually up against like Jurassic Park and other amazing movies. Yeah, there's, um, that's, that's not a fair competition. <laughs> yeah, so it got shattered by the critics. Yeah. Um, I think it's way better. I, I don't think this is actually a great movie. I think this is kind of a bad movie, yeah. but the new one. But um, it's just it's because it's basically all nostalgia purposes. Like that's um, why it was done. So but I think the first one is legit a really great uh really great movie and kenny ortega did a great job directing um i think that who's the 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 other dancer choreographer that did this Anne fletcher i think is the director of this one yeah i think she's a decent director but it just was missing the uh a lot of the it was a different type of movie kind of like ghostbusters Mm -hmm. like you know how the original is more like adult comedy vibes like horror comedy um and the the recent ghostbusters they kind of kitty fight it yeah and they made it it's like it's very family oriented they kind of did that here as well which i don't particularly prefer it is weird 20 to 30 years on that like some of these movies are safer like like it's one of those that like right. like even even hocus pocus which i would say is more more kid friendly than something like ghostbusters there's right. still like a bite to it. There's still like yeah. a like like we don't we can just say like Max says that she, he likes your yabos. Yeah, it's just there's a little bit of like and and it helps too. It's like it's oh it's film. You know what I mean? So it has yeah. that little that texture to it. Like you like there's that you can feel a movie. You're like mm, yeah. Uh, I remember yeah. anyway. Whatever. So with that in mind, this movie does make an interesting decision in focusing on not only on focusing on girls, but focusing on girls specifically, our protagonists into uh, that are into witchcraft and kind of presenting because the Sanderson sisters fall in the more traditional, like literally eating children witches. <laughs> um, yeah, and, that's what I missed here. Totally. Yeah, that's what. Well, yeah, and it's interesting because because you, <laughs> you'll have something like like the witch that that um, the A twenty four movie, the witch. That is like, yeah, witches eat children, but also, but also female empowerment. Like it's both things at once. Like it can be the both both things. Or this one, exactly. like we need to separate those the good ones and the bad ones. Point being, what I'm trying to get at is, uh, Roxy and D, how do you all feel about how we depiction of witches has evolved over the years? D, our witchy woman, what do you got? <laughs> Well, it's, you know, it's interesting because and I don't want to uh, talk a lot of spoilers because uh, Roxy and the audience may not have seen the sequel. But um, similarly to what they did with a lot of Disney villains like Maleficent and Cruella, they're going it seems like they're going back to these stories and saying, see, the witches aren't actually the the or they were being burned yeah. by people that were just trying to control and oppress them for their power, right? Like the whole, like if you go back historically, the whole point of uh, burning witches is literally uh, the fear of female power. Yeah, Like that's what it comes down to. And so in the past, we've had uh, movies like The Suspirias of the World, which is my favorite witch movie, where that is full on. These witches are creepy. They're scary. They're not your friend. Yeah. And uh, they are the villain of the movie. And and then eventually into the 90s, we got like the craft, right, where you had good and bad witches or uh, witches of Eastwick in the 80s. And like so that's been changing. Um, I just it's it's an it's a it's a bizarre thing. Like as much as I like things like Maleficent, I don't know if I like that, you know, they 
kind of made her good. Well, <laughs> like, if that makes sense. 100% because we actually had a question from the Discord. Have you guys ever had a chance to see Wicked or uh, read the book it's based on? It does a great job of changing your perspective on the classic story. And I, I, I was able to see Wicked. And it's great, but I it's it I don't like the like, well, this person was bad, depicted as bad, and now we're just saying they're good. Like it's not we're not saying like to the point where we're rewriting the character and their actions to where it was right. misunderstood. And it's one of those and so the, my problem with Wicked is they looked at Wizard of Oz and they're like, Well, the Wicked Witch is kind of the most interesting character, but making mm-hmm. her the protagonist suddenly Galinda's the most interesting character because she's got con- she's conflicted she's got an arc she's got like opinions on things you know what i mean like as opposed to yeah. just general bland good person now and it's like well that's not as interesting like you people can have internal conflict they can do things you don't like and still be perceived as good you don't need to like change them i don't know I, it's, it's 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 just easier to write more two-dimensional black or white characters whereas like humans in general just are great yeah yeah it's just <laughs> Roxy. Funny enough, on, on what you're talking about, DJ, my favorite witches are Wizard of Oz. And I also saw Wicked on Broadway. I know I'm the shit. Very cool. Dude, um, I saw it too. I get it. It's good. Wow. We're amazing. So if you care to find me, um, <laughs> oh, dude, I, I, I love Wicked yeah. and I love Wizard of Oz. And I think you can love two pieces of artwork when one of them kind of negates the other separately. Totally. Like I just look at them as separate things one of them was an inspiration for the other but when i'm watching wizard of oz now i'm not thinking about wicked yeah. i'm not like but wicked set i'm mm-hmm. i just think of it as a completely separate entity um and so i what i love wizard of oz is one of my favorite five movies of all time i love that so movie so much but it's a banger I, I do like uh the fact that it introduced the concept of the good witch Mm-hmm. It was like, you know, because there are good witches and Glinda is like the most beautiful, whatever. And then like, if you're an evil witch, then you turn ugly and gross and green and warty. And I think that that's, you are right, D. in the real world, things are a lot more gray, but it's kind of a beautiful lesson. Like if you are good, you'll shine from the outside. And if you are evil, you'll di- disintegrate and um, water can fuck you up. Like it's. <laughs> Uh, cool. We never get confirmation. There, possibly Galinda could also melt with water. We don't know. It might just be a general witch rule in Oz. No, (laughs) Glinda would glisten, man. Come on, she'd be slip and slide. Yeah, Uh, but yeah, to Roxy, like the the totally agree on seeing things differently, even if um even if they're different takes on characters and stories. I don't mind that, like. Otherwise, I would hate so many things, right? Yeah. Like, how many Batmans do we have, right? Yeah. <laughs> like, there's so many different uh, character iterations of that. But, uh, but I think the 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 thing that's specific to like female power, like I love. Uh, I actually really like the Angelina Jolie Maleficent compared to a lot of the live action Disney remakes. Mm-hmm. I think Roxy really likes it too. I love that. Yeah, um, but I. It's not going to be, you know, as mesmerizing to me t- as to watch, you know, the original Disney Sleeping Beauty with yeah. that Maleficent who's like scared, has scared me as a kid and is all powerful and is like actually getting like revenge. And uh, like it's they're two different stories that are both decent. Um, I'm just more attracted to the original version. Yeah. And it's interesting. I feel like for me, this ties back to our discussion with Hugh 
Jackman's Wolverine, because as good as his Wolverine was, one of my hopes, and I now realize saying it out loud that this is a hope in vain, one of the issues by centering so much of the X-Men movies on Hugh Jackman's Wolverine is they had to make him more like standard issue good guy. And one of the Mm -hmm. things I like about Wolverine is that he's a mean motherfucker. Like he's not, you know what I mean? And so it's like, yeah, make make him a supporting character. So you can make him kind of a piece of shit because that's the appealing. I like I like the edginess of it. You know what I mean? And so when you make somebody like, well, they're just a good guy now. It's like, well, that's that's yeah. fine. Which it's just kind of boring. Deadpool, because he's. I if I were a superhero, I'd be Deadpool. Mm-hmm. I'd be more of an antihero than a you know than a Boy Scout like Captain America. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, so, yeah. but I think uh, that could just be also freaking military propaganda of like media being like, well, like you know, let's let's make sure the kids like Superman and Captain America because they're the boys scouts of of both marvel and dc and we want people to be boy scouts yeah who knows knows? as we talk about how witches have changed through the decades a little bit though i do think that's something relevant to bring up is how witches are or like witchcraft type things are handled across the country and also around the world because i do think that los angeles is such a weird little fucking bubble when it comes to being witches or witchy um, anytime I go back to Boston, I'm it's it's like if I mention anything remotely about energy <laughs> or like anything to do with like um, tarot cards or uh, pe- pendulums, is that what it's called? Pendulums, yeah. no. pendulums any they like would like laugh in my face. It's like yeah. so even though not, Salem is there. Even yeah, I, I would think that, I would thought they would embrace it as it's just like if you no. go to fucking Roswell, it's like the, the lampposts are done up like aliens. <laughs> no, because their witches are like we grew up going to Salem and watching the um Blair Witch Project on the bus. Yeah. Like their witches are witchy woman like mm-hmm. they don't believe in real witches in real like in real life they think that it was all people were persecuted for being witches which isn't fucking wasn't real and then now witches are like horror movie things and not there's no such thing as energy or like you know that there people don't know if you ask them not that this is a witch thing but if i say what's your sign they have no idea what i'm talking about like yeah. they just don't it's not re- prevalent in the at least and not anybody I've met in Boston. That's not like a real thing. Of course, there are still people. If you go around, if you were looking for a tarot card reader, mm-hmm. there would be that. But here, like on every corner, you know, there's like just so many energy, witchy, like things. Well, that's because like- we're close to Joshua Tree and that's where the aliens are. Mm-hmm. But I think it's because people in L.A. are very open to and and want to and feel more connected to their souls Mm -hmm. in a way like here it's very people are very artsy and in touch and like think that they have power over things which is cool and back there people are like what what are you talking about so and that's just two different places but i'm sure that not only through the generations has it changed but through locations it's probably very different yeah i also think I also wonder if a big part of that in um, Los Angeles and, and Southern California, for those that spoilers for those that don't know, uh, that was Mexico for a long time. And that's uh, right. And my that's my, right. Nate, the the indigenous uh, or native cultures, um, that's where witchcraft comes from. Like it's it's interesting because like you'll you'll hear the conversation of oh you know uh, now uh, American white women have like appropriated all this witch culture, and I'm like to me it's not about really the the 
whole uh, ethnicity thing, but it is true that like in native culture, like there's uh, like I like to think that my ancestors, the Toltecas in you know the state of Jalisco in Mexico, uh, were kind of witchy. Like I don't think I personally have power. Like Rocky knows this. Mm-hmm. However, I do think that there is you know the universe. I do believe in energy and shit like yeah. that, right? Uh, but uh, w- which I didn't before. But um, but the but it is interesting to see like how people have looked at witches like. Roxy's talking about where you have like the, the witch from the witch, like the Robert Eggers movie. Yeah. You have the Suspiria witches, right? Like you have these really scary actual villains in movies that are more like monsters and they're more like the paranormal uh, villains, like the vampires of the world or like uh, ghosts and all that stuff. And then you have these other depictions of like, you know, the witches of Eastwick or the craft, mm-hmm. which actually talks about. Uh, the the responsibility that we have with power, right? Mm-hmm. And whether you can be a good or a bad witch, depending on how you use that power. And obviously, we see that every day with our government or politicians. Yeah, they they bad at it. Uh, I lit yeah. up because my my wife's family is actually from Jalisco. We went there for our honeymoon. It's beautiful. Oh, nice. Yeah. I also love uh, being able to dive into TV witches. You guys know I always bring mm-hmm. everything back to TV, but. I think that's been very cool to see more and more witches on TV, not just Sabrina, who I actually love, but it's it's cool because you can kind of dive into not only what are what witches can do, but what's asked of witches. Mm-hmm. And like I I think the concept of you only like something that you think is evil when it can possibly help you. Mm-hmm. And then you can kind of change your mind about it. And we see that all the time with witchy shows, like um, Bonnie from Vampire Diaries or Willow from Buffy or with um, uh, any of the 50 characters that are now witches on Riverdale, but, <laughs> um, specifically Cheryl Blossom or uh, even Sabrina, like you're afraid uh, and you want to and you want to attack what you don't understand until you need help. And then you reach out to what it was that you initially attacked, Yeah, you know, which is. Uh, I think a greater metaphor for a lot of the things as we're talking about politics and whatnot. It's interesting how you like you can fight against something until it's in your own family. And then all of a sudden you want everybody to show love and support. Yeah. And it's like, actually you were the one on the attack before, before it was relevant to you. Uh, have either of you seen crimes of the future? Cronenberg's no, what is movie. that? Oh yeah. The, the new Cronenberg, the new Cronenberg. Did you see yeah. it? That's a big. That's a big part of it. It's uh, Roxy. It's a. It's yeah, yeah. A, it's um. It's with. Uh, did you see? I don't think you saw it, Roxy. Right. It's Viggo yeah. Mortensen and Kristen Stewart. Um. Some people hated it. I really liked it. I really liked Crimes it too. Crimes of the Future. Yeah, Crimes of yeah. the Future. It's from Cronenberg, who also did The Fly. He's done a bunch of stuff. He also did Scanners, which is great. Um, so good. Uh, it's so good. Uh, they're just making a show. I hope the show doesn't suck. Um. Anyway, we'll uh, uh, he's known for body horror. Um. Uh, and and this it's set in a I'm going to say a dystopian future where people have evolved to not. Uh, have pain, um, but they're also growing new organs spontaneously, and the government's trying to crack down on it. And without spoiling anything, uh, we find out that that the, there's a th- this is a part of human evolution, and it's actually something we really fucking. It would actually be, if it happened, it'd actually be super fucking beneficial. Um, and and so it's this idea that like yeah, you can crack down, but it's the future. Like you can't stop this. There's no and it's it's kind of pointless to stop. You know what I mean? And you're just wasting time and lives trying to prevent something that's that's functionally not only inevitable but beneficial. Um, huh. 
it's cool. It's weird. It's very for for people not used to the Cronenberg stuff. It's weird, but I think it's dope. I think it's a fucking. When cool you first movie. said it, I thought you were talking about some kind of Harry Potter thing. No, no, it's <laughs> it, it is it is unrelated to the topic of which is it is related to the idea of well, attacking crimes something. of crimes, crimes of the, of the future, future. Which, is, which is like crimes, crimes of, of Grindelwald. Grindelwald. Yeah, 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 yeah. But it is related yeah. to the idea of trying to crack down on something pointlessly. But it, I thought it was. It, there's a lot of themes in it like it's like the idea of how we numb ourselves as human beings like yeah. the search for beauty like uh the philosophy behind bodily autonomy like it's, it has a lot of cool concepts in it yeah it's sure. doing a lot it's doing a lot yeah. in that movie i dug it i thought it was really fucking cool yeah. it took me a second to be like oh, wait what is this movie doing and then once it clicked i was like oh i'm in i mean i get it um we got a question in the discord from brenda do you guys have a preference for spooky witch stories like hocus pocus or more quote women who happen to have power Hours, which is like charmed and practical magic. Yeah. Um, I mean, I think I mentioned it already or like, or this, I'm wearing the freaking Suspiria shirt. Like I love Suspiria. That's I great. love the original, the Dario Argento's like 1977 and the remake. Yeah. I'm a I little more both brilliant. I'm a little more lukewarm on the, on the remake, but I like the original a lot. Most people are, but yeah. I, I was so shocked how much I liked it. I, I, I everything, they're both banger soundtracks. They're yeah. different takes on like female power. Like I just really, that's my preference. And then when I was a teenager, the craft really impacted me because I saw it in the, te- in the theater. I was the age of the girls and it was just, I mean, it's not just the fact that all four girls were great mm-hmm. in it. Like for Bulk was actually really scary yeah. and crazy in the movie, but, um, um, that they really touch on the responsibility of of that power, right? So it was cool to see like a good witch versus a bad witch, uh, or not bad, but just like somebody that gets corrupted by the power and can control themselves to be responsible with that power. Yeah. Um, but uh, but that's so that's my preference. Is as much as like I like Hocus Pocus and you know, uh, or even the Love Witch. I don't know if you guys saw that. Love Witch is great. It's so good, yeah. and and it's just this like woman that's freaking crazy. That's killing men because she loves them like mm-hmm. it's it's uh you know i i like it when when they really let the female characters go as crazy as they let most male characters in most movies goes because we don't get to see that as much yeah yeah it's like we'll, we'll have john wick tear down entire cities worth of people <laughs> right because of his dog and we're like cool <laughs> good guy we like him <laughs> Yeah, but did it? Yeah, but then Maleficent went a little too far. Yeah, exactly. Roxy, your your witch preferences. I don't know that I have a preference. I I like I like witches in general. I kind of like all of the supernatural things, um, like werewolves and vampires and witches and all and all of that. Which is probably being my favorite, just because I I think that they they have the widest range. But as you were naming some of the things, I'm just thinking, you know. I love Wizard of Oz and I love Hocus Pocus, but then I, I love Blair Witch and I love like more uh, women getting fucked. Not a, not that I love women getting fucked with, but women fighting back and like mm-hmm. watching um, the realities that women face and like having it being a little more realistic. So I don't think I have a preference in tone. If it's good, it's good. Yeah. I, I think that would be my, but TV, I told you that TV, which is when you can actually explore what's actually going on. I always prefer TV for things that. Yeah. yeah you mentioned Willow from Buffy and that's a really cool uh, character arc, especially with her powers as well. For um, sure. 
And then uh, you also, I know Roxy's a fan of Roald Dahl, um, the witches movie when I was a kid <laughs> with Angelica Houston. I mean, that used to scare the crap out of me, even In though it was a kid's movie. too. Yeah. Yeah. No. yeah that, me too, D. Oh my God. Hearing that you were scared of something that I was scared of makes me feel cool. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, before we go, um, favorite movie, favorite witch in media, movies, TV shows, comics. Do you, oh, do you have I mean, a go-to? Movies, yeah. No, I, I have a list. I mean, I literally, yeah, it's Vesperia, The Craft, which but is if the I'm, least But if I made like, you pick one, gun to your one head. One movie you or to, one witch? One witch. One, one witch in movies or TV shows. Oh, like an actual character. An actual character. Ooh. Oh, my God. That's, That's hard. hard. Do you have your CJ? Good question. I do not. <laughs> I do not. I ask the question without having an answer myself. Classic. Do you guys think that um, giving us time to think by asking a follow-up question, do you guys think that Ursula is a witch? Yes. Yeah, she is. How weird is that? Also, And she's a cool witch. (laughs) uh, Yeah, she's great. And it's just all the villains in the Disney movies are way fucking better. They're just the coolest characters. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, like Maleficent is one of my favorite Disney characters of all time. And and she's not even, you know, she's freaking awesome. All of the portrayals. But... um, but I feel it, it is interesting to think about, like, my favorite witch movies are, you know, they're nameless characters. Like, mm-hmm. the witch doesn't, you know, doesn't have any specific witch characters or Suspiria. Yeah. Right. So um, so I don't know. Uh, it's interesting to think about, like, of course, Maleficent's awesome. Um, of course, you know, uh, Willow, uh, like Bellatrix Lestrange, right? Like, there's yeah. a lot of fun witches out there, but there's not one that I'm like. Ooh, this specific person. That's a that's a hard question. I know. I'm so glad I sprung it on you last minute. Yeah, um, I'm gonna have to think about it. Uh, a new guy in the chat mentioned uh, Bellatrix Lestrange, uh, and also asked, "Was Carrie a witch?" And I think conceptually short not technically she's just pyrokinetic. Yeah. No, she's just uh, telekinetic, not pyrokinetic. Yeah, um, that's a different Stephen King book. Um, but I think like tonally there's parallels there it's like i mean you know the uh ostracized not part of society incredible abilities similar metaphors going on um if i were to pick a favorite which movie to cheat on my own question um (laughs) it would probably be uh the witch yeah it's a good fucking movie I still remember uh, the chills when the fucking spoilers, when the goat talks. I was like, oh, we're doing this. Oh, cool. Um, I also, going back to our original conversation, I think uh, I think Galinda's character in fucking Wicked is, is it's it's a good character. She's really interesting in that. Uh, I yeah, think Ark's really great. interesting. I mean, can I pick just the four witches from the craft? Yes. I'm going to say. Anything you want. Yes. Sweet. Yeah. What then about Hermione? Yeah, she's pretty cool. She's a cool witch. She's a cool she witch. The, what I about mean, certain? Certainly, uh, you know, wouldn't have nothing would have been done if she wasn't around. Very <laughs> true. Bewitched. And Did you guys ever watch that? Yeah, mm-hmm. with the nose. I can't do it. Me neither. Yeah. Yeah. Could she wait? Could she do it, or was it a thing, a trick that they did to make? Yeah, it no, I'm pretty sure that she could do it. The Props. at least the original actress, maybe Nicole Kidman did it too. I don't Man, know. if you were to, re- if you were to. If we lived in a universe where Bewitch didn't exist and you were to say, we're going to do that now, fucking culture warriors would like crawl out of the vents and be mad about it for no fucking reason. Anyway, I just it's frustrating that we're going backwards on things. Um, But here's the good news. 
I think we're talking about witches. Roxy, by the way, speaking of, don't forget the Scarlet Miss the Scarlet Witch. I know. I love her. I love her. She's not my favorite witch. I, I'm going all over the map because it's like I grew up loving Sabrina. Yeah. I love yeah. Sabrina. R- good and show. so it, it's so weird that now I don't know that she makes my top witches, but it's just like there's not it's not that much depth there. Mm-hmm. As much as I love the show, it's like her as an individual witch. I don't know that she would be my favorite witch. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. I get the distinction there. I get the distinction. Ooh, I got. Okay. It's from, yeah, uh, freaking Mother Suspiriorum from Suspiria. Like, she technically is a single witch, especially in the remake where yeah. you have a Dakota Johnson and Tilda Swinton yep. kind of going at each other. Well, so. I've never seen any either of the Suspiria movies D I feel like well, we got to get you to watch yeah I think they're my favorite I think Suspiria remake is on Prime I think Suspiria original might be on Shudder I'm gonna look do right I now. have to watch the first one first no I do re- um, no but it. it's just it's just one of like the reason I love it so much it's one of it's similar to Blade Runner where it's an aesthetic right yeah. like you don't have all this like incredible dialogue all the, the time going on it's all about like vignettes and images of like really beautiful cinematography and like very extremely red like fake blood that just looks like paint like mm-hmm. it's it's just really fucking cool looking and it's got this amazing soundtrack by goblin this prog rock band from the 80s it's just yeah. a, such a wild movie uh, or 70s because it's Italian uh, Gallo film. Yeah. So and it's a good, there's not a lot of that type of stuff in the U.S. Yeah. And it's a good introduction to that kind of genre of filmmaking, yeah. too. Um, so as the kids say, it's a vibe. It's totally it's, a vibe. It's a vibe. It's similar, like Blade Runner, a little lukewarm on the sequel on 2049. Like the original, a little lukewarm on the on the new one. Um I loved it, but uh, I liked it. Uh, then I'm, but I mean, it's. I was just glad it was not bad because I love the first <laughs> one so much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it looked. I mean, Roger Deakins. It looks great. Um, looks so good. Gorgeous. Also, incredible use of Dave Bautista. Uh, um, for like what one scene? Um, anyway, I think we. The good news is, as we talk about witches and the way you know witches representing female power and the way they've evolved, I think you know um, we did it. Feminism won. Uh, and there's no, it's it all worked and everything's great. No, now no, for women, there's no, there's no incels. Yeah, they don't exist, and everything as as we can see by She Hulk and the response to She Hulk, everything's <laughs> it all worked out and everything's great. And everyone is free to twerk. Nobody's mad about the twerking. Nobody's mad about the or twerking. playing the flutes. God fucking damn it! Um, the flute thing was amazing. The flute thing is after we're talking Wait. about it this this coming uh, World Girls Weekly new show. The, not on She Hulk. It's Lizzo oh. playing the flute of James Madison uh, um, two hundred years ago and wearing this sequin onesie that was bedazzled and amazing, and people losing their fucking mind over it because they think that she's taking a dump on history and she was twerking playing this two hundred year old crystal flute. It was it, everything. How dare she twerk to the flute that was owned by the slave owner? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Oh my God. I sorry. I just watched killing them softly. Um, I rewatched it and it, it's it is a very acidic take on america uh, and it is so much more relevant now than when it was first released but it's a great movie oh cool that's how it applies to this conversation uh d before we go remind the kids at home what they should be looking out for from you yes um i am on the socials as lorina la bruja literally dorina la bruja as in the witch in spanish um you can find me there 
sometimes uh, posting weird stuff on Twitter, Instagram. And then I am with Roxy a lot uh, yeah. because we got an awesome full-time job here with the World Girls. So uh, go watch us. It's been so much fun. And uh, we're doing literally everything. We're giving everything a world. We got a podcast, a uh, bitch out of water. Potions. On, on dude, all the dude, potions. We're going to do a potions live stream that Roxy is going to be our lead witch on that I'm very excited about for October uh, on our live streams on YouTube. We got a podcast. We got we're on the socials doing all kinds of weird, spooky things. So so Love come it. follow us and, and hang out with us there. Uh, and thanks bugs. for having me, kids. Yeah. Thank you for coming on. Roxy, before we go, where are you at? Everything that D just said, plus at Roxy Stryer, and I'll keep you posted on everything. You can find me at DJ Talks Trash. You can find this show everywhere that matters at Only Stupid Answers, but on Twitter. You ain't got the vowels from stupid. And that's it from us, kids. We will see you all next time. Bye-bye. Bye.